Ronin. Welcome back to another edition of Colts Corner. <clears throat> and I can tell you, last week is a little disappointing, guys. Uh, very disappointing. It's been, uh, we've, Colts have now lost five of six games after starting the season five and two. But we're going to talk about today how the Colts can get back on track. We're also going to cover the Bucks game a little bit, even the disappointing parts. Pick out a few players of the game and uh, end with some NFL news and how the Colts can actually beat one of the best teams in the league, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, so, but you're probably wondering, who the hell is the guy next to me? <laughs> who the hell are you? I'm Justin Juice Kelly. I'm the host of Juice in the Morning podcast. I do a lot of media. I'm starting to do some stand-up comedy as well. And I was actually at the Bucks game this weekend, and it was a heck of a time. But honestly, they didn't they didn't uh, win like we wanted them to. But I couldn't have asked for a better game to go to. Yeah, I for completely forgot about that. I saw your pictures and stuff. It was a yeah. good time. Oh, atmosphere yeah. cool? Fantastic. Like uh, the difference between. Pirate ship. They have a yeah, pirate ship. And too. it goes <laughs> off randomly, scares the crap out of you. Nice. But uh, the the thing that I thought was really interesting about it was Lucas Oil. Very quiet, very calm. Like I know they get a little bit rowdy every now and then. Yeah. Rowdy the entire time of the Tampa game. Yeah, I've, I've often uh, kind of um, said that. Going to a Colts game is almost like going to uh, going to church because a lot of people like to sit down. They think they're at church. Right. And we have to try to convince them that, you know, it's a football game. Right. I literally have people tell me, and this is to, if, if you're a Colts fan and you watch this and you sit down on third down, remind me to smack the shit out of you next time <laughs> I saw you. That's all, I mean, that's all I got to say because you're at a football game. You're there to get loud and cheer on your team, guys, okay? So you learned a lot from the Bucks. Yeah. Cool experience, yeah. though. A lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And like I said, they played great music. I was actually talking to a Bucks fan, and I was like, you know, they just don't play that good of music. No, you, hear at a lot of Katy Perry. you hear a lot of Katy Perry. You hear a lot of Katy Perry. And the guy said, don't they play, we're not gonna, and I was like, we're not gonna take it. You know that song? And they do play that yeah, Lucas yeah. Oil, and like he obviously called it out, like we're these old, boring people at Lucas Oil. Well, you know, it's frustrating is back in the day, they used to play a lot of like old school, hard hip hop yes. back at back at Lucas Oil in the RCA Dome. But funny story, the year was 2005. The Colts were playing the Jaguars in the RCA Dome. They played Go to Church by Ice Cube mm -hmm. and Snoop. And me and my brother screaming at the top of our lungs. Going you nuts. You scared, you scared, you scared, mother, you scared. <laughs> and after that, we've gotten Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. So I completely take blame for <laughs> for the current <laughs> music situation at Lucas Oil. But yeah, it was go, a blast. Let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Uh, we've got uh, some highlights from uh, yesterday, or excuse me, last Sunday's game. A little disappointing, but let's Unfortunately, we, we were missing Kenny Moore pretty bad to, uh, in this game. You see there, Pierre Desir got burnt and unfortunately Pierre Desir has not been healthy most of the year but he's had a pretty disappointing uh, season in my opinion that first drive they did have a pick like I thought yes. man I was like, I was like man the we're Colts ready are to go. gonna roll and then they just kept moving the ball against us the yeah, entire game uh, uh, Winston couldn't really be stopped even though he had like four picks it was insane no yeah Winston did end uh, the game with a career game or career game uh, 456 yards Moved the ball effortlessly, and like I said, you know, we really miss Kenny Moore. I've talked about on the show how I think Kenny Moore is going to be uh, one of the top, you know, upper echelon corners in the game. 
And uh, this guy, too, is, is really good. This the is, Maniac. The Maniac had two interceptions on the day. This one he returned to the house. And uh, you know the boy needed oxygen after that. Like I that. said, I was in the stadium, and it was 80 degrees. Could you him, hear a pin drop when that happened? Well, that and then also the fact that he looked gassed. Oh, for, like, did? the whole next, like, I mean, it was like two or three series of defense that he looked gassed. And it was like, I don't know if that was a good thing. Maybe he should have just gone down. Right, right, right. You know, I know you want to score on that pick six, but <laughs> I think you definitely try to score. Maybe you yeah, I mean, even, go even, down, not to you wear got, yourself out. Even if you have to barrel roll into the end zone, <laughs> I think you score there. I uh, definitely, definitely want to score there. So, uh, yeah, so the Colts missed a few opportunities. There's our producer, Pete. <laughs> Pete, you want to say hi? <laughs> Pete wanted to say hi. Yeah. I love it. No, no problem. So the Colts definitely missed Kenny Moore. Some uh, big points of the game. Colts definitely missed Kenny Moore. Marlon uh, Mack did look hobbled. Yes. I mean, he was the, the, the breakaway speed didn't seem to be there. He just didn't seem to be the same Marlon Mack that we've seen the rest of the year. I know he really probably wanted to get on the field because he was playing. Well, he's on hometown. a snap. He was definitely on a snap count. Yeah. And uh, I, mean, I think the biggest thing, as I talked about last week on the show, is I said the, uh, the, the, the Bucks have a prolific passing attack. We cannot be fooled into playing their type of football. We've got to control the clock. I didn't mind us taking shots down the field. Mm -hmm. Marcus Johnson had a few big catches. Um, that was awesome. But we can't, you know, we don't have a prolific passing attack. As much as I love Jacoby Brissett, you know, he, he's not a guy that's going to go out there and throw the ball 40 times a game because I don't think that's a winning formula for our type of football. Uh, also, like you said, Marlon Mack was not 100%. He was on a limited snap count. And we, even though we managed to take the ball away four times, that's three interceptions, two by Darius Leonard, one by Malik Cooker. And we did get a forced fumble. Uh, Winston still had a career day, 456 yards. Yeah, it was, it was, like I said, I mean, it was so sad to see the way it ended. But, like I said, making a trip down to Florida from Indy it's and seeing cool. that game, it was like, I mean, back and forth scoring. Uh, I would have Zach Pascal was awesome to see, too. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, he's having a huge year, and he's pretty much, uh, I think he's going to be our number two receiver mm -hmm. next year. He's pretty much stole it. So we're going to go to commercial real quick, and we're going to pick some players of the game from last week. All right, welcome back. So there was a few bright spots last week, even though we did lose the game. First and foremost, my offensive player of the game was Marcus Johnson. He finished the game with... there and got the catch. And this guy was cut from our practice squad to begin the season. So... Another big catch by uh, Marcus Johnson come here. No, or he drew the uh, penalty, it looks like. Yep. Yeah. That was, I mean, like I said, the, the going downfield was awesome to see for the Colts. I mean. Two interceptions and one pick six. I mean, Darius Leonard in the second half of the season has really kind of, like, put himself as the top linebacker in the league. He is the first 
NFL player in NFL history, first 25 games to register five interceptions and 10 sacks. And they still have no conversation of him being the def defensive MVP at all. They're talking right? about he might get pro he might get snubbed in the Pro Bowl again. This <laughs> it's year. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, fans get out there and retweet and vote for him because I think they're doing like something with Twitter, aren't they? Yeah. With the Pro Bowl. Where yeah, you, we're going to uh, talk about that okay, here in a minute, actually. Sorry. So before we do that, we're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back, guys. Jumping the gun. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Welcome back to Colts Corner. A lot of big news this week. First and foremost, T.Y., uh, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? He's come out and said, you know, he will not give up on his team. This guy played with both a high and a low ankle sprain last year. Shot his foot up with Toradol every game yep. and came out and played. Uh, this year he's dealing with a calf injury. It's kind of been, it's been flaring up here and there. Uh, he says he can play. He actually was a full practice today. I did see that. But uh, the coaches came out and says we appreciate his attitude, but unless he's 100%, he will not be out there. But I'm going to go and say that T.Y. will play this Sunday. I'm going to make a little prediction. Is it worth it for him to play? I mean, really, we have a 2% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. I just like seeing the guy's attitude. Right. And, I, and I like seeing him out there, and I like seeing him uh, still trying to win the games, even if it is only a 2% chance. Absolutely. There's still a chance. Yeah, big news also <laughs> as well is uh, Paris Campbell. Did go to IR this week. Huge loss. Had a very disappointing rookie season. I expected a lot from him. I mean, from the time I, we picked this guy, Andrew Luck was still a Indianapolis Colt. And I'm th thinking, man, with, with you, you got two speed receivers and T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell, this offense is going to be electric. Well, Paris Campbell, end of the season, on IR, just could not stay healthy, man. Does it worry you at all for his future? No, with not IR at all. And I mean, the injury like being prone to injury. Maybe if he follows it up next year, okay. but no, not at all. I, you know, we, we've talked about this on the show last, uh, last week actually about, you know, when can we start pointing the finger at our, uh, at our training staff, you know, yeah. because we year in and year out seem to be one of the most injured teams in the league. But, right. you know, how do you judge that? Exactly. There's no way to do it, I guess. Also, uh, like I said, we have a 2% chance of making the playoffs. So I'm going to tell you right now how the Colts can make the playoffs. First off, we've got to take care of business. We got to win out. Yeah. So we've win got every beat, game. We've got to beat the Saints. We've got to beat the Carolina Panthers, and we have to finish the season beating the Jags. I think that's an easy task. Mm -hmm. The Raiders have to win or lose one of their last three games. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Chargers, and the Denver Broncos. Realistic. Texans play the Titans twice and Tampa Bay. So we either need, we either need the Texans to win the la or lose the last three games, or the Titans to lose the last three games. The Titans, of course, play the Texans twice. And New Orleans, I think more realistically. That's a possibility right there. The Titans could. I mean, so you're Although saying that right now. the Titans are kind of rolling. Yeah, the Titans <laughs> are rolling. Look really good. Honestly, they look like the best team in the division right, right now with us being injured as much. Yeah. So I can say I can go and chalk up the Raiders are probably going to lose one of their last three games. The Titans very well could lose their you know their last three yeah. games. Texans we, aren't anything to sniff at. Here's where it gets interesting. To me, the Steelers are playing with their third string quarterback and Duck Hodges, uh, but they've got Buffalo which Buffalo's a tough team this year. Yep. The Jets, you don't know what you're going to get from the Jets. Exactly. You don't. I mean, you just don't. They could come out and play you real tough, or they could lose by 40. Yes. Uh, then, of course, you got Baltimore <laughs> week 17. The only thing it, that concerns me is Baltimore came out actually today and said if they wrap up the division, or if they wrap up that number one seed, then uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Taking a seat. So we'll get a little RG3 action. Ooh. Who thought RG3 would make it in the league last longer than Andrew Love? That's a very surprising thing, uh, especially for Baltimore. I didn't even know he played for Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like our second or third string, yeah. 
And uh, last but not least, you see this graphic in the back. We've got a, a bunch of very pretty football players here. We've got a uh, little Quentin Nelson, Justin Houston, Houston and uh, Juice, if you move out of the way just a little <laughs> bit there. There we go. There's Darius Leonard and Marlon Mack. We've got our uh, Pro Bowl chances right there, and I think we have some highlights of our potential Pro Bowlers. Let's take a look at some of our highlights here, guys. Hey, no offense to Marlon Mack. He needs to get his beard game going. Absolutely. <laughs> Grow that beard out, bud. All right, first and foremost, we got Justin Houston. Really, a lot of people were kind of concerned about him coming to the Colts. They didn't know. He kind of had a disappointing year last year for the Chiefs. But he, yeah, the Chiefs let him go, right? I believe right now, granted, I should have wrote this down, but I believe he has nine sacks. He's yeah. a sack away from having a 10-digit or double-digit sack season, which is huge. He's had a resurgence in Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, the way he played in that Kansas City game alone, he deserves a Pro Bowl right. nod. So who else we got here? Up next, uh-oh, 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 Kenny Moore, baby. I tell you what, this guy is a better man than he's a football player. Uh, did you hear the story about the guy whose yep. dog got hit? And Kenny Moore actually gave them a ride to the vet. Yep. Kenny's just a good guy. And in any of his interviews, he just looks like a type of guy I'd probably want to have a beer with. And it helps that he kicks absolute ass on the football field. Has been playing lights out. The dude hits hard. Not scared to stick his nose in there and hit somebody. And you notice when he's playing, nobody ever says his name. It's because nobody's thrown his way. <laughs> because he's they been know. such a badass this year. <laughs> who else we got on? Uh, who else we got on? Marlon Mack. And I tell you what, I'm not surprised that this guy is on the list because uh, since we draft him, he's he's kind of. Uh, it's just been Mr. Reliable, but this year, I tell you what, he's taken a step above. He's became uh, almost like a Le'Veon Bell type of back. Extremely patient. patient. Yeah. When he hits the hole, he hits the hole. As you see here, yep. he's got breakaway speed. Just been playing very well. Unfortunately, he does deal with injuries every now and then. He's broke his hand this year. He's, he's a running a back games. in one of the toughest leagues in the world. So Yeah, and, and, and a team that runs the ball 60 yep. 70% of the time. Yep. So, And, of course, the maniac, maniac. I mean, the dude, like I said earlier in the show, has just been playing lights out the last half of the season, setting records, and just he just makes his presence felt. I feel like when, when Darius Leonard is playing his top football, the rest of the Colts are playing their top he football. He completely changes the face of the defense when he's in there. I mean, it's clear. And talk about changing the face of a team. This last guy. This last guy is an absolute tank of a human. I'm going to be completely honest. He's one of the most dominant offensive linemen I've ever seen play the football, like, or play football. Yeah. And, 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 and to be honest, when I watch the game, he's the only offensive lineman I've ever been excited to actually watch Like you're play looking football. for him on you're the field because like, you want to see him pancake somebody or run him off the field. And you almost know every time there's a big, uh, there's a big uh, run, you're like, where was Q on that? Where was Q on that play? Yeah. And he's normally pancaking dudes like he's doing here. And he's either that or he's a few uh, yards down the field running with the running back. So I think real. He's that athletic. So I think realistically, the Colts will have four Pro Bowlers. I think Quentin Nelson's in for sure. Darius, I think, is going to get in. They're talking about maybe getting snubbed, but I think he gets in. I Kenny, couldn't imagine him getting snubbed again. Right. Kenny Moore's definitely getting in. I think Justin Houston's getting in. I think the wild card is going to be Marlon Mack just because he's been injured a little bit, but uh, it would be cool to have five Pro Bowlers. It depends yeah. on how we finish the season, honestly. Right. Pro Bowl voting ends this next Tuesday, the 18th. If you want to vote for any of these guys, get on social media. It's hashtag Pro Bowl vote. 
then follow by the player's name. So make sure you vote for all Colts. We don't care about any of the other teams. The Steelers, the Patriots, <laughs> they can all go to hell. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to go to a quick commercial, then we're going to take a look around the league. Welcome back to Colts Corner, guys. Uh, you know, we took a look uh, around the Colts. Let's take a look around the rest of the league. First and foremost, Roger Goodell came out this week, and I think this is a three, a kind of a three-year uh, delayed, but Roger, Dill, Roger Goodell came out and said, the NFL is moving on from Colin Kaepernick. This is the only time I'm proud to stand next to, to Roger Goodell. You see him standing here. He's kind of an ass hat, but we won't judge him uh, too much. So, uh, Roger, thank you for coming out and saying that. I think it's hilarious that that wide receivers from Colin Kaepernick's workout are getting signed, but he's not. It's just something that needed to happen way sooner. I mean, he's been he's been doing what he's been doing for so long, and it's just something that's you know just kind of distracted from the game. And it's always like, what's the next thing we're going to hear about Kaepernick? Right. And he just went about it the wrong way. If he would have gone about it differently, we could have seen something different. He could have been back in the league. I think his biggest thing is, I think if, if you're a man who wants to go, thinks you've been uh, wronged and wants to get back in the league, you don't in your, well, first off, you don't move your, your, your practice right. last minute. And secondly, I think that kind of, he played his cards there. Then in the interviews afterwards, he acted like the NFL owed him something. Mm -hmm. Like, no, the NFL don't owe you anything. You, you know, you, you need to work your ass off. You want to play in the league, you work your ass off. You, you're yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. He's got to do it. Sign R, buddy. got to do it. <laughs> and it. And at least we don't have to hear it anymore. Because uh, it's probably going to, I mean, it's going to go away. Yeah, finally. They're going to move on to something else. Also, uh, Lamar Jackson having a huge season. He is the uh, MVP front runner. He only needs 23 yards this week uh, to beat Mike Vick's single season. Nine yards. So, I mean, is he the clear-cut MVP in your opinion? I think hands down he's the MVP because he's doing stuff that no other player is doing in the league at the moment. So, right. Um, and he's doing stuff that no other player has done before. And, um, you know, I think even to take it a step further, I think Harbaugh might be uh, in the running for coach of the year just because of changing the offense completely to fit Lamar Jackson's strengths. I'll be the first to admit, I did not expect Lamar Jackson to have the year he has. Nope. I thought he would get figured out like every athletic quarterback. Uh, I still think I'm not convinced on his long-term success. I think. I mean, this year for sure. But for sure, but like for uh, the future, who knows? If he loses a step or two, completely different. I'm, player. I'm worried about losing losing a knee. Yeah. I think he's going to take yep. a take a bad hit and. And, uh, and I, they're I just, going lower at him now. Well, you look at how the Colts the Colts used to defend Vince Young, mm -hmm. or even really how they defended Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson a few weeks ago. You had mm -hmm. Darius Leonard spy him. I think you'll see more NFL teams doing that to him, have a spy on him, even though he's more athletic than pretty much anybody that's yeah. going to spy him. I think when you have that designated guy to keep an eye on him, keep him in the pocket, make him be a, a pocket quarterback, that changes the dynamic of, of his game. So we'll see, you know, um, I've kind of became a fan of him. I think he carries himself well, so I'm excited to see what he does in the league. Uh, also, not so surprising, the Patriots caught cheating again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm confused as to what they were even, what they were even recording. They, I mean, they came out saying it was hand signals, things like that for the uh, Bengals. Like, so what, what actually was going down with this whole situation? Well, the official rules, so they're filming a documentary called, uh, uh, what's their saying there? It's uh, 
do your do, job. Do your job. Do your job. Excuse me. Sorry, guys. No, I like that. Yeah, do your job. I get it. I don't like you know nonchalantly filming the Bengals and their and their players and and their their signals. I mean, it's just sketchy. I think if you have a history with the players or what the Patriots uh, are, you know, have done in the past, you probably shouldn't be filming shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, just exactly. My personal opinion: you probably should just, if you want to film a documentary, probably do it away from the football field. You want to maybe interview some players, do it in the back, you know, maybe do it in the locker room. Maybe Bill Belichick take them to your office. So. It's a little sketchy. Uh, will the NFL drop the hammer on them? No, because they never do. Um, I didn't realize I couldn't do that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Didn't realize I couldn't take the players. Yeah, okay. I'll believe it. Yeah. But and also, it was the Bengals. The Bengals. Like, do you, you really need a, care you, that much about what cheaper, they're doing? I'm pretty no. sure. I could feel the team with juice. Rosie O'Donnell and eight fat and Duncan, chicks. Maybe? And yeah, and eight, yeah, he's one of the eight fat chicks. And we could beat and we could beat the Bengals for sure. Uh, let's uh, before we move on, let's take a look at the current playoff picture in the AFC right now. The one seed is your Ra- the Ravens, two seed the Pats, three seed we got the Chiefs, fourth Texans, five Bills, six Steelers. In the NFC, we've got the number one seed is the 49ers after their big win over the Saints. Number two, the Packers. Number three is the Saints. Four Cowboys, five Seahawks, six Vikings. As the playoffs stand right now, who is your Super Bowl pick? Ah, it's tough. To, it's tough to say. It's tough to pick against the Ravens. Um, and I think that whole NFC, like the actual matchup, it, like it could be any of those six teams. To be honest, in my in my opinion, because those are all strong teams. Um, but I think it's going to end up being uh, Ravens 49ers, and I think the 49ers beat the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I think realistically, those are the two best teams, but. I'm going to try to be a little less predictable. Right. You've got two one seeds. I think I'm going to go Chiefs. Okay. I think Chiefs are going to play. Uh, it's going to be the Chiefs and the Saints. Okay. And I'm picking the Saints to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Drew Brees rides out in the sunset, ends his career with a second Super Bowl win. Uh, realistically, I would like the Colts to take advantage of that 2% chance. Yeah. Get back to the football you were playing the first Just get uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, just get in the playoffs. In I'll be happy. You could lose the first one. It's all right. Right. I mean, you know, we can, <laughs> you know, trying to be a little unrealistic today. But, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, this is going to change a little bit. But as it stands now, I'm going, I'm going, uh, I'm going Chiefs and Saints. And, and I'm picking the Saints to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and those two could not be number one seeds by the time those come around. Yeah, very, 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 uh, uh very, very possible. So uh, we're going to go and take a look at our matchup with the Saints, and we have a few clips. Colts are playing the Saints in New Orleans on Monday Night Football. It's an 8-15 kickoff. Big game, big game, uh, but how do you stop Drew Brees, man? The guy's the most accurate quarterback in the league, has his NFL completion percentage over 70%, which is to me is unbelievable. I mean, you look at a guy like Peyton, you know, 67%, yep. and Brees is averaging 73% now. I mean, you, should, you just pinpoint. Uh, I think they play, you know, the Saints to me play, play kind of a revised version of the West Coast offense. Uh, they've got some exciting players. Taysom Hills, Oh, awesome. I mean, they have talent all over that roster. They've got that two-headed monster running back. Tight end is Mur- awesome. Murphy and um, I can't think Kamara, of, of course. Right the tight end. I can't think of his name right uh, now. I can't off the top of my um, head. I can't but remember. he's a stud. Yep, stud, of course. Uh, so uh, it's going to be a tough matchup for the Colts. It's going to be Thomas. a tough matchup. <laughs> Jeez, I, I mean, just, just everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, their defense, you know, they're not ranked necessarily high, but uh, they're no slubs. <laughs> no no <laughs> slubs? No slubs. <laughs> is that a word? It is a slubs, word Slubs, I think. Yeah. Slubs. Okay, there you go. Um, but no, I, 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 I agree with you. Yeah. I think that the uh, – I think 
the interesting thing I'm looking forward to seeing is the Colts playing New Orleans because yep. I think New Orleans, <laughs> like many teams, are not excited to play the Colts. No, because the Colts have shown that they can beat anybody. We play our style of football. Um, what's most surprising to me about the Saints is the, the position they're in right now. As a number three seed, they were the number one seed before they lost to the Niners. Had Teddy Bridgewater in their quarterback for five weeks. Mm -hmm. Played exceptional. Breeze is back, and even with Breeze missing five weeks, let me read these stats off to you. He's got set of, set of course, that we talked about, the 73% completion percentage, 17 touchdowns and four interceptions. He takes care of the football, and just... I mean, he had five touchdowns last week. The rest might have been good for him. Yes, absolutely. Rest <laughs> might have been good for him. Of course, they've got that two-headed rushing attack and Kamar and Latavius Murray. I'm not too worried about the Colts because the Colts historically stopped the run. Yeah. I think uh, you also look at the uh, Saints defense right now. Well, they're fifth in offense. They can mm -hmm. move the ball anybody. They're 17th on defense, 20th in passing defense, and fifth in rushing defense. So, yeah. in my opinion, how do you beat the New Orleans Saints? I think you have to... You can't let Drew Brees beat you. I mean, that's kind of a stupid thing yeah. to say. But here's realistically, uh, the Colts have to get pressure on Drew Brees with their front with, with their front four. Yes, sir. We cannot. You know, I, I'm I, I'm fine with us being creative, blitzing occasionally. One thing I love the Colts do. Sometimes they send Kenny Moore in on a, mm. on a on a corner blitz. I love that. Be creative with how you blitz, but we need to get pressure on Drew Brees with our front four. Make him create just even one or two mistakes right. is really going to make a difference in the game. On offense, we cannot make the same mistake we did last week. We don't want to turn this into a shootout. We have to run the damn ball. And we can get we can get uh, Drew Brees flustered if you do keep getting after him. He starts he starts gunslinging it and throwing up picks. So yeah, I'm all right. Chuck it down the field. I think yeah. the Colts need to run the ball, control the clock, take your chances when they're there. But I don't want to see you getting a. Uh, a guns a blazing. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to see a shootout. We don't need last week. No, we don't need last week. And I'm sure the Saints don't. I mean, Saints actually do want they that. They probably but, do. But, is it, uh, and it's at, is it at New Orleans? Yeah, it's at New Orleans. At New Orleans. Football 815. So Colts got to be creative with their blitzing, control the clock. Realistically, I think the Colts can win. And that's why I'm going to switch up my pick this week because I pick the Colts every week. <laughs> I never do this, guys. But, oh. but I have to flip the mojo. I have to flip the mojo. I'm taking Saints 27 to 24, which means the Colts are going to win by 10. So another, <laughs> another reason, another reason they're going to win this week is I'm not actually going to bet money on them. You're not ever since money. I started betting money on them, they've lost every game. So I'm not betting money on the Colts this week. No, don't bet money on the Colts. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, I think I, I think the Colts can win. Yeah. Oh, but absolutely. Realistically, it's going to be really hard. But the Saints coming off that loss last week, I think they're, they're going to be fired, fired up. up. Yeah. You're playing in the Superdome, which is is one of the uh, hardest places in the league to play. It's loud. It's deafening in there. I've never been to New Orleans. I'd like I've always to go wanted to go. Yeah. Maybe we go to Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So I'm picking uh, Saints 27 to 24. I hope I'm wrong, honestly. But thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in to another edition of Colts Corner. Really appreciate Juice for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, man. Big Colts fan. Great. He's been on my podcast, Highly Inappropriate, several times, and I've been on his podcast a few times. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Go Colts. Oh, how do you exactly? You how do we find follow you on Juice social in the morning media? on all uh, places that you download your podcast? You can find Juice in the Morning on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Juice in the Morning, and then on all other social media, Juice in the AM. Uh, Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. That, that too. I, yeah, mean. Jordan. <laughs> I just don't tell my wife about that. Yeah. Part. It's called Juice for Your Ex-Wife on Pornhub. <laughs> no, thank you so much for joining Thanks, me, Juice. Man. I appreciate it, man. It's been a lot of fun. Blast. Colts Corner will be back next week, hopefully celebrating a Colts victory. I'll make a promise to you guys. Colts beat the Saints. I will be drinking beers live on the show next mm -hmm. week. So 
Let's go. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Cold Run Corner. We'll be back next week. Ball. Run the damn ball. <laughs> Listen to Quentin Nelson, guys. <laughs>